Northern Brewer is the proud sponsor of the Brewing Network's Jamil Show. They have the widest selection of domestic and imported malts and grain, hops from all over the world, and a full line of liquid and dry yeast. No matter what style of beer you're brewing, Northern Brewer has the ingredients you need, plus fast shipping and expert staff to help you make the best beer possible. Please visit northernbrewer.com for all things homebrew. All homebrewers have a favorite commercial beer, but not everyone can make it. Welcome to the show that teaches you how, where you can challenge two masters, Jamil Zainashev and Tasty McDole. This is the Jamil Show. Can you brew it? Now here's Jamil. Hey, howdy, hey, my brewing brothers and sisters. And all you other guys. Good stuff. <laughs> all the pre-op transgenders. <laughs> oh, yeah. Welcome okay. to Can You Brew It. Hi. Right. Thank we you. don't exclude anybody. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, I tell you, we love, we love you all. You. Whatever whatever stage you are, it's absolutely fine. Seriously. Where were your junk is. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> Who cares about that? <laughs> well, I mean, people do. But, uh, you know. But you shouldn't. It's totally cool with us. But they're wrong. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> Enjoy whatever you do. However you swing. Schwack. So it's nice being back in the studio, huh? <laughs> yeah. That, thanks yeah. for having oh, me. Yeah, we have the same people here like we're here last week. <laughs> oh, wow. We are dedicated. Well, thanks hey, for two having weeks me back. ago, yeah. Two weeks it's ago. It's like we it? haven't even changed seats or anything. Yeah, I almost oh, wait did. A amazing. Oh, wait a minute. People on TV know that we haven't. Uh, two weeks went by quick. We're still there. All right. We're doing I almost didn't make it back this time. Right. Yeah. Good of you to, to make it two weeks in yeah, a row. Thank Thanks. Yeah, right. Calling a lot of brownie points. Right. Really appreciate it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and also really appreciated is our fine folks in uh, Northern Brewer, northernbrewer.com, yeah. up in uh, Minneapolis. And Milwaukee. And Milwaukee. Yeah. Two two fine stores. And that Milwaukee store is quite nice. I heard that. And the people out there are quite fantastic. But, you know, give uh, Northern Brewer uh, a shot. You know, go to northernbrewer.com, check it out. They got all the stuff to brew, the Can You Brew It beers. And uh, good people, great customer service, and uh, quite reasonable on their pricing. And, uh, you know, check them out. They're, they're good folks. They've, they've paid for this show for five-plus years, so you haven't had to. And uh, I think that means something. You know, they, they've been uh, real loyal. And uh, I'd like you to return the favor. And uh, like I said, they're up in uh, you know nipple popping com- country. <laughs> it is now. It's it's cold. <laughs> it's cold. Everybody were walking around just sporting some bullets. <laughs> wow. They like Dawson. I think half the people I'd like that idea. Judo, the other half guys. I wouldn't care. So. Right, right. <laughs> well, the you know, but if you if you want to get all excited like like they do uh, up in up in up in uh, you're saying we need another sponsor. Yeah, I'm segueing to Adam and Eve. AdamandEve.com. Check it out. They're sporting bullets. Yeah, new sponsor. Yeah, if you want to be sporting some bullets, I'll get you some bullets. Check out, check out AdamandEve.com. They've got uh, all sorts of uh, interesting, uh, shall you say, ad- adventurous uh, toys, movies. Um, I call it spice. You know, the spice you need in your life. Spice, yeah, all spice. spice of life. Yeah, yes. things, things to surprise your. Lover or yourself, or, or yourself, surprise Stuff yourself. Just guys, I'll tell you what. Being guys, go to AdamandEve.com. Random, randomly click on things. Yeah, go, and, or yeah, whatever you know, don't look at the shop cart. Just say yeah. You know, send me that order. 
and uh, you know, surprise yourself. Oh. See what you get. <laughs> Whatever you get, make like, sure you oh use God. it. Use it completely. Yes. Use it fully. As directed. And, you know, you'll, you'll have a good time. Use the code CYBI. A, a secret Santa <laughs> Nathan, through Adam and Eve this year. Secret Santa through Adam and Eve. Right. Well, speaking of Santa, people probably want to buy a gift or something this year. Is, is there well, any deals? Right. Now, well, Nathan's on top of things. He's is, saying is there any, he, he placed an order. Well, use, use the code CYBI. So can you brew it? The initials for can you brew it? And what do you get for that? You can and, make uh, up you'll get another that. surprise on top of your <laughs> surprise <laughs> order. Surprises right. just never stop. Well, you get all sorts of surprises. One is you can you, first off you get fifty percent off of uh, an item in your in your in your cart there. Nice. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty nice. Fifty percent off. You can get quite a surprise for fifty percent off. Yeah. Fifty. So you, it could be like twice the size of your surprise. Oh, I see. Yeah. If you if you'd really rather have a six inch, you could get a length inch. and girth, right? Right, yeah. right. Same money. You can really, you know, and they really don't charge that much more for the bigger ones. You know, it's 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 like you never know. You might want to expand. It's like brew systems. You know, it's, it's not you, linear. You get yourself a brew system. You get yourself a uh, a seven barrel brew system for your for your exactly. uh, your brewery. You can always just use the tip. You can get a fifteen. Yeah. You know, right. for you're for not it, much more. It. It's not yeah. twice as much. Right. You know, so fifty uh, percent off, uh, and you also get three free adult DVDs. And your uh, choice, or they're, they're all gay. <laughs> <laughs> well, what if that was my choice? Uh, let's see. Uh, plus, you get oh, a free Zinger. extra gift so central you can't mention it on the radio. Uh, all right, so there you go. I, I just got to go to the website and peruse for a while. I think. Right, cruise that thing randomly, click on things, and send it to yourself. Like Tasty's saying, surprise yourself. Yeah. With a gift from uh, adamandeve.com. All gag. It's a holiday season. <laughs> CYBI is yeah. the coupon code. CYBI. Okay. Or from northernbrewer.com. Northernbrewer.com. Surprise yourself. <laughs> right, right. With some Carafa 3. Yeah. Even like- better. Go to northernbrewer.com <laughs> and randomly click on stuff yeah. there. Maybe you get yourself a Blickman top tier system from northernbrewer.com. Oh. And a central surprise. Well, you know, I can see if you get the right thing from adamandeve.com. Then your wife will allow you to get whatever you want. Oh, get yourself, you know, get yourself a uh, Blickman top tier system. I like system your from, thinking from there. Northern Brewing. There we go. Don't get confused and like you know people start calling Northern Brewing. Go. Yeah, so I'm really interested in that. Uh, <laughs> in, the the keg keg in the 12 inch. Don't yeah. get confused. Right. I bought grain and I didn't get three DVDs. Where <laughs> <laughs> are my adult DVDs? Don't get it confused. And my central surprise. Oh, holy crap! I'm not sure if this is really going to work with our other sponsors or not. Yeah, I don't know. We're mixing great. things up here. Right, but uh, Blickman engineering they get a good giveaway if you buy yourself a blickman top tier system between uh now and january uh, end of january 2011 uh mr john blickman is going to fly himself john palmer and myself to your house and brew on your system or uh, sleep on your couch (laughs) right right we'll sleep on your couch we'll eat your food we'll annoy your family Probably who, who knows what we'll open do. Your your yeah, open your mail. Yeah, open your mail. I mean, we got to keep ourselves entertained. Or uh, as an alternative, if you want, you can come out to my house. Come out to my house. Brew in my top tier system. Palmer and Blickman will come out to my place. We'll hang out. Tasty said he'd come up. Chad said yeah, he'd yeah, come up. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be a party. We'll I'll get, be there. We, we'll get we'll we'll get fun. a whole bunch of people oh, yeah. up. I, I probably show up. I've never been invited to your house before. There you go. You're this is close as I'm gonna get. Yeah, yeah, he's got a man. Hey, neither I. The Pope Estate. Hey. We'll take the Hummer. Come up to the estate, and uh, we'll brew up there. We'll have a great time, and then uh, we'll bring you down to the studio, and uh, you can join Palmer and myself to do a show, a uh, Bruce Strong show. I'd, uh-huh. I'd like to see you guys fly out to Podunk somewhere. I mean, out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> Doc, yeah. taking jumper Use planes. his credit card to buy all sorts of systems. <laughs> it's going to be in the wintertime, you know. Ship this one to... <laughs> yeah. What's get, the coldest place in the United States? you got to take a bus and a pickup truck just to get out there. <laughs> I'd love it. Let's do it. 
I'm, I'm ready to go. But if you want to come out to my place, that's cool, too, and it uh, should be a lot of fun. And also, the AHA is giving away a uh, free pass to the uh, Homebrew Conference in San Diego in June 2011. Nice. Uh, just uh, out of the goodness of their heart. Nice. Uh, they could sell all those things, but uh, I kind of beat them up and told them to give us three of them. So they did. BNA6. Right. BNA6, the anniversary party. We'll all oh, be man. there. It's going to be awesome oh, time. Yeah. Doc, you're going to be there. I'll be there. Nathan, you're going to be oh, there. Oh, yeah. JP, it's going to be the Tasty, biggest one ever. Chad, yeah. It's, it's, it's going to be Heretic the best be one. So our Heretic's going to be pouring. EJ Fair. Beer. EJ Fair going to be pouring beer there. You signed up for Pro Brewers Night? Not yet. <laughs> oh. Heretic signed up. Uh-huh. 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 Have been asked. My buddy Sven uh, got me the hookup. Uh, so we're going to be pouring beer there at the... At yeah, the, I'll be uh, pouring beer there, too. There you go. Yeah, the, and the club night and everything. Yeah, that's true. Everybody's yeah, more beer. Absolutely. It'll be fantastic. Uh, all you got to do in order to participate in that giveaway is be an AHA member and then be a BN donor. So I'll go to the BN Two easy things. site. You just click on uh, either one that you don't have. You should have both. It really should. Uh, you know, supporting two great, uh, two great efforts on, on your behalf. All right. So check all that stuff out. Uh, and uh, yeah, I think you'll be better off for it. I'm going to lose. All right. Especially Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve, right. Well, and or, could be better for that, too. <laughs> Northern Eve, yes. Check out northerneve.com. Uh, or Adam Brewer. Uh, JP, what's our, our challenge uh, for the show? Uh, our challenge, we're going uh, international for this Ooh. one to a uh, brewing company in Australia called 8 Wired with nice. their I Stout, which is an imperial stout. Mm-hmm. So the question posed is... Can you brew it? Right. And, uh, you know. The question was, what is A Wired? But okay. <laughs> a Wired. Oh, so it's a company. So A Wired um, <laughs> is what they call, uh, ba- what we call barbed wire. Oh. Uh-huh. Or bailing wire or something like that. Oh. Uh, bailing wire or barbed wire? Bailing wire. No, it's barbed wire. Barbed it's wire. Long they, it's barbed wire that they use for fencing right, okay. and like all the ranges there. Yeah. I think it's wired to bail the barbed wire. Yeah, well. Um, but that's what, and, and so, but the way they explain it to me, it's kind of like we would use the term spit and bailing wire. Uh, you know, holding stuff together. Know, yeah. Ingenuity and, oh, and making okay. things work. It's like so. duct tape brewery. Or right, right. So it's like a uh, Frankenstein or put together right, bailing right. wire right, right, brewery right. company or something. Yeah, like it's, it's the New Zealand Kiwi ingenuity type of thing. Oh, cool. Yeah. But, uh, I made a mistake. I need to correct it. It is, I said Australia. It is New Zealand. Oh, yeah. fighting words! The chat jumped all over me. Ouch. Like you know, hey, that's like calling us yep. Canada. Come on, right? That's what exactly. Saying. Yep. <laughs> so uh, I apologize. It is uh, it is New it's Zealand. Like, yeah. uh, but I, but I'll tell you, New Zealand is is an awesome place, and 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 a lot of great great brewers in there. A lot of and, great home brewers too. Uh, a lot of great home brewers, yeah. and it was home brewers that that uh, uh, you know they had uh, requested the eight wired beers. And, you know, since I had to carry these back from New Zealand, um, you know, I, I told them, give me something that will, that we can do a show six months from now and it'll last. still be okay, right? And survive the trip. So, right. So I got the eight wire stout and I also got their uh, smoke porter. And I tried. I got well, like one bottle of smoke porter. I think is all they would, uh, all the uh, home brewer would uh, release uh. to me. And um, it was absolutely freaking fantastic. I had it. I was just blown away about how good that smoke porter was. Really, really a, just a, a fantastic beer. So I haven't tasted the Eight Wired Ice Stout, but I've tasted you know some of their other beers, and they were all really great. So I got I got high hopes for this one. 
Cool. And this was uh, Doc's challenge. He, he decided yeah. to uh, to take this one on. Oh yeah. <laughs> Well, I didn't like any of the other ones. No, right, right. Uh, <laughs> I, I always go with well, what do I want to drink? And there's a lot uh-huh. of stuff that I'm going to brew it. I have a whole lot of it, right? right. So, and I got a lot of this too. <laughs> cool. All right, so uh, let's do this. Let's let's take a uh, short break, and when we come back, we're going to hear from uh, Eight Wired about uh, how to brew the uh, iced out. Back after this. And now, Northern Brewer brings you another installment of The, the Time Brewers. Three brewers, three different eras, all caught in the same fermento chronological vortex, traveling through time, righting brewing wrongs, and bringing beery wisdom to where and whenever it may be needed. Journey now with Dr. Jean de Clerc. Greetings, listeners. 20th century Belgian super brewing scientist. Please, please, the yeast and the enzymes do the hard work. I am merely a facilitator. Icebach. What, what? 21st century Norwegian-American homebrewer rapper from St. Paul. Listen, listen, I bust the attenuation maxims and my yakima magnums make my lager so smooth it's like a laxative. My spit got that static power after I mash for an hour. I got naked ladies in my brew room all covered in hot flowers. I swing a propagation flask like a five-liter dick. Get your nasty mid-drinking group on ass back to 1026, boo! And Brother Abelard. Off that with witch. Be gone! 12th century English monk and perpetuator of brewing superstition. My holy rod of divine bubbling shall maketh any ale to froth by the grace of heaven. And a modicum of bog myrtle hurts not either. Brought to you by Northern Brewer, your one-stop homebrew supplier throughout the entire Fermento Chronosphere. The widest selection of quality malt, hops, yeast, and equipment with $7.99 flat rate shipping. Tune in next time for more Time Brewers! Do you support the Brewing Network? Do you brew your own? Are you looking for any economical, fun, and legal way to do both? Subscribe to Brew Your Own magazine and do just that. All year long, Brew Your Own will surprise you, entertain you, and educate you with articles on beer and brewing from authors like the Brewing Network's very own Jamel Zedashev and John Palmer. Each issue is a full pint of brewing techniques, homebrew stories, tips and photos, projects to make yourself, and recipes for the avid home brewer. Get your tough questions answered by Mr. Wizard. And polish your style accuracy with DeVille. A portion of every subscription goes to the Brewing Network, so subscribe today at byo.com slash brewingnetwork or just click the BYO logo on the Brewing Network homepage and support a fantastic hobby and your favorite broadcaster. Brew your own. The how-to homebrew beer magazine. Hey, what are you doing, man? Writing a review of WLP 400. What? You're reviewing yeast? Yeah. White Labs has home brewer reviews of all their strains. Are you new to these interwebs? Check it out. That's awesome. White Labs, your source for great yeast, invites all brewers to visit whitelabs.com to read and write your own reviews of all their yeast strains. Get real-world tips and tricks from other brewers who have made the most of their vials and post your own experiences. It's another way White Labs brings you closer to the best yeast on the planet. And send. There you go. You misspelled flocculate, dude. What? Ah. 
Mother f- White Labs. It's all in the vial. BN Army, you think you're badass? Well, you are, kind of, like badass, but without the balls to blow something up. Hop Tech in patriotic Dublin, California, recognizes your nearly badassness with a BN Army discount on every order. But there's something those boys and girls in the real Army should know. If you have an APO address or a scan of an active PX card, Hop Tech salutes you as an actual badass and offers their things with a 15% discount on every purchase. That's the Hop Tech way of saying thanks. To all active military personnel, 15% off ingredients, kits, equipment, as well as games, books, gifts, and more, all at HopTech.com. Whichever army you're a member of, any branch of the military, or the BN Army, HopTech in Dublin says thank you with great discounts. Call 800-DRY-HOPS, visit the store in Dublin, California, or go to HopTech.com. HopTech, serving homebrewers for 28 years. You're listening to the Brewing Network. I'm speaking with Soren Erickson from the A-Wired Brewing Company in Marlborough, New Zealand. Hey, Soren, how are you doing? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Oh, great. Thanks for joining us. Uh, I, I got introduced to your beers when uh, I was on a trip to New Zealand, and I was really excited to uh, get you on on Can You Brew It. I got a chance to taste your uh, your smoked porter and uh, I thought that that was was fantastic. The uh, the big smoke uh, smoke porter. Thank you very much. Thank really? you very much for the kind words. It was it was one of the best smoke porters I've ever had. It was actually just a fantastic beer of of any kind. I thought it was uh, really well brewed. And I, I'm curious, um, how did you start brewing? Where did where did where did this passion come from? Um, I started about five years ago. Uh, I was living in Perth in Australia at the moment with uh, with my girlfriend, um, and we were living close to the Little Creatures Brewery in, in Fremantle. Mm-hmm. Um, so we went there a lot and uh, started talking about craft beer and really got into that. And for Christmas that year, she uh, she got me a, a Cooper's kit, which is like a little plastic bucket and and a can of malt extract. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and I brewed that in in. 40 degrees heat in, in Perth, and that's, that's Celsius, that's not Fahrenheit. <laughs> um, so uh, you, you can imagine that those beers were kind of kind of rough. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it, it sparked uh, the, the, the desire to make something better, and eventually I got into to, um, uh, partial mash and full mash and, and so forth. And uh, yeah, and about two years ago, I decided that, uh, that biochemistry, which is my background degree, was not the most interesting thing to do, so I got in contact with a, with a lot of small breweries here in New Zealand. Uh, my girlfriend is from New Zealand, and we're now married. Um, and yeah, I, I got a I got a job at a Renaissance Brewing, which is a which I think is one of the most exciting craft breweries in New Zealand. Mm-hmm. And uh, it just went from there. So yeah, it's it's only been two years since I actually saw the inside of a commercial brewery. I think. Wow, that's amazing! At least, at least firsthand. Uh, I mean, obviously, I have seen seen it from brew pops and stuff, but uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And how did you come to name the the brewery Eight Wired? What where's that from? Um, the number Eight Wire is uh, is a fencing wire that is very popular among uh, New Zealand farmers. 
Ah. And uh, also, it has been used uh, over the past uh, many decades as a, as as a tool to repair anything. Uh, mm-hmm. It could be anything from a coat hanger to to a car. Um, anything at all that that needs repairing, uh, the Kiwis would use uh, the number eight wire to to repair it with. And the, it it sort of started because uh, it was hard to get parts for certain things in New Zealand, mm-hmm. and and the Kiwis had to take care of themselves and yeah repair things with things that they had on hand and that was usually uh, the number eight wire ah, okay. um, so it's it sort of become like like a symbol of of, of the key uh, ingenuity and uh, self-sufficiency um yeah just taking Neat. care care of themselves down here yeah we have a uh, a um a saying in the u.s about uh you know something put together with spit and bailing wire oh uh, yeah, yeah bailing wire being uh you know a similar thing yep yeah that was be almost the same thing, I suppose. Yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, there's a lot of uh, pride and symbolism involved in, in that term in New Zealand. And and uh, so, uh, what's your your brewing system like? How did you uh, get funding and 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 set up with a, a a brewery? I'm still working for Renaissance Brewing, which is the first place that I got the job. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm basically brewing for them, and then uh, I'm contract brewing my own beer on on their system. Ah, nice. So you so you 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 get uh, not only uh, to use advanced equipment, but you get to uh, brew it yourself. One of the problems I think with contract brewing a lot of times is you don't have yes. full control over your own beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I do everything myself there, so. So it, it works out great for everybody, I think. And and yeah, as you say, I I get to actually brew my own beer, even though I'm contract brewing. Mm-hmm. So so that's really good. That's I mean, great. You, you get to have hands involved in every little detail and, and make sure that everything goes as as you want it to go. Now, currently, you're you're brewing uh, four beers uh, under the eight wired label. Um. Uh, this year, I've made a, I've made five five beers. Is that the brown ale, the hop wired IPA, which I hear a lot about? People uh, rave about that. Uh, the yeah. big smoke, and then the iced out. And yeah, and then I had a, I had an amber ale as well that I called Red Dwarf, mm-hmm. um, but that was only released for the cake market. It didn't, it didn't actually get bottled. Okay, mm-hmm. and, and what about distribution? Where's your current distribution? Uh, at the moment, it's uh, mainly in New Zealand. Uh, we've got a national distributor in New Zealand. Uh, and he sent a little bit to Australia, but that's that's been about it. Mm-hmm. But we're looking into uh, to getting into the U.S. as well. Uh, Shelton Brothers are, are interested, and uh, we're looking at sending over a shipment in late September. Probably that'll be great. I'll, I'll look forward to that. I, as I as I mentioned, I got a, a chance to try some of your beer, and mm-hmm. I thought it was just fantastic. I was very impressed. Uh, with the quality of beer in New Zealand overall, I think it, it seems to me to be a very competitive market with a lot of breweries. And if you're not producing uh, a, a really well-brewed beer, you're, hmm. it seems like you're going to be in serious trouble with that many breweries. Yeah, fortunately, it's, it's getting to be that way now, uh, uh, but it's it's still fairly new, though. Uh, I mean, five years ago, there were there weren't much craft beer at all in New Zealand. Mm-hmm. When when I first got got here, which is four years ago, it was it was a draft zone. Um, but yeah, now it's 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 getting really good and really consistent as well. Yeah, yeah. I was uh, I was very impressed. I I, I got to taste um, uh, 
Hallitower and uh, mm-hmm. Epic and uh, Emerson's and yep. you know I I thought uh, you know along with your your beer I thought the, all really just perfectly brewed there were there were no flaws whatsoever it was all you know you, you know you a lot of times when you're when you're tasting beers you you think well you know this isn't quite quite made right you know it'll be mm-hmm. something or the other. But that was never the case. It was always all just I could focus on the ingredients, the you know, the enjoy the the beer as it was brewed. And uh you know as I mentioned, uh there's a lot of requests for um your beers on Can You Brew It and the um, you know, the hop wired and also the the iced out and I I'm I'm very curious about the ice stout. Now this is a, a, a big Russian imperial stout, right? Uh, yes, it's it's very big. Yes, it's uh, about ten and a half percent percent alcohol. Okay, and is is there a lot of uh, demand for a big uh, Russian imperial stout in New Zealand? Uh, well, there's not a lot of supply of it. Uh, it's it's more, probably more the way to say it. Uh, uh, to my knowledge, there's only three imperial styles being made in New Zealand at the moment, mm-hmm. and fun- funnily enough, they're all made in the, in this uh, area where where we live in the in Marlborough. Uh There's the Moor Brewing Company just down the road; they make one, and uh, a very very small brewing company called uh, Pink Elephant. Mm-hmm. Uh, they make one as well, um, and those are the only three that are being made, and the other two are being made in very very low volumes, only about. Uh, um, I guess would be five barrels, maybe a mm-hmm. year. How how big a uh, uh, batch size do you do you do? What's your our like? batch size? It's usually uh, when it's in the conditioning tank, it usually ends up being just shy of two thousand liters. Mm-hmm. But uh, this particular beer, because there was so much grain, I, I couldn't fit more in the mash tun. Um, we got only about twelve hundred liters. Oh, okay. And um, can you help us out with some of the uh, specifics about this uh, brewing a beer like this? Yeah, sure, sure. Um, um, our starting gravity is about twenty-five kilo. Mm-hmm. So that's a uh, hundred and ten, maybe something like that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um. According to my recipe, which is a promass recipe, uh, the, the color is about 73 SIM. Mm-hmm. Um, the IBU is 110. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, according to this recipe, I've got an uh, efficiency of 70% for my brew house. Mm-hmm. Um, I boiled it for, oh, it was at least 90 minutes. I think it was two hours I boiled it for. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, two hours. And what about <coughs> and what about the um, uh, grains that you're using in this? What's the uh the grains uh, is uh, uh, the, the the base mold is uh, from a small malting company in New Zealand called Gladfield. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's I think it's an optic variety of barley, mm-hmm. uh, and that's the the base mold we use for by far most of of the beer. Do you know the color of that malt? Uh, oof, uh, I do. Uh, I'll, I'll have to get back to you with that. I think it's about four, maybe. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's um, it's it's nice to use local stuff, uh, but 
uh, to be honest, it's, it's a bit of a hard grain to work with uh, because it's such a small morphing company that, that mm-hmm. the batch variety is quite high. Mm. So uh, sometimes we get huge efficiency out of one batch and sometimes we get low uh, mm-hmm. and so forth. Is that a 4 EBC or a SRM? Um, it would be uh, FIM, I think. Okay. It's, it's fairly pale. It's, it's, it's not. It's not. doesn't have much color at all. Oh, okay. And then uh, what uh, amounts are you using the uh, the Gladfield in? Um, I've got a half a ton of Gladfield. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then I topped up, uh, just to give it a bit more character, I top, topped it up with 100 kilos of uh, Marisola, British mm-hmm. Marisola. Mm-hmm. That's in bed. Okay. And uh, to be honest, I think uh, the, the, this, this, this recipe is actually... Uh, Sort of inspired by by your own imperial style, um, so it's not it's not vastly different from yours. Huh. Good, uh, then it I, must I, be I, really good. <laughs> I, I like uh, I like uh, the the combo that you have of uh, I think you go with the uh, roasted barley and then you got two types of uh, other dark greens. Mm-hmm. I quite like that. Yeah, it um, kind of adds a layering of the of the flavors. Exactly, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly a layering of of, of the roastiness. Mm-hmm. So I've got a, I've got 50 kilos of uh, roasted barley. Mm-hmm. I've got a 25 kilos of black malt, mm-hmm. and uh, 25 kilos of chocolate malt. Uh, sorry, pale chocolate. That is. So okay. that's uh, 200, 200 uh, if I'm mm-hmm. pale chocolate. All right. Then I go with. Um, um, what's that? That's the uh, the Karastan malt from the uh, from Beth. Mm-hmm. I think it's just called caramel actually. Mm-hmm. And it's the dark variety. I think it's about forty forty years old. Mm-hmm. Um, I use uh, Cara Aroma. Uh, how much of the uh, Karastan? Oh, twenty five kilos. Twenty five oh. kilos. Uh-huh. And I use uh, a sack of Cara Aroma as well, so that's not twenty five kilos. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I, I think I go a little bit different than you here. I got a brown malt as well, 25 mm-hmm. kilos. Mm-hmm. And I got a sack of oat malt of 25 kilos. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's about it, I think. Okay. And and what's the mash temperature? Um, uh, low, uh, 65 degrees, say. Okay. But uh, again, uh, <laughs> we still uh, mash in by hand. Uh, we've got paddles to stir up the mash with. Uh-huh. So uh, hitting uh, the actual mash temperature can sometimes be quite difficult. Um, so that 65C uh, has got a lot of uh, margin of error on it. It, it. it could be as high as 67 maybe, and it could be lower than that. Mm-hmm. But that's okay. what I'm shooting for. And that's okay. what I've measured in, at, in, in, in the top of the come with the mash time. Okay. <coughs> and then uh, what about uh, hopping? Hopping, uh, I go for uh, Southern Cross is a New Zealand uh, bittering hop. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's about 30, 13% alpha. Mm-hmm. Um, I have four kilos in there in total. Mm-hmm. And uh, of those, uh, I put in a kilo uh, just before the boil started. Mm-hmm. And that's simply just to to sort of keep the boil down because otherwise the, the kettle might boil over. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I chuck in the, the remaining three kilos at sixty minutes. Mm-hmm. 
And then I've got a uh, five kilos of uh, wool lemon mm-hmm. that I chuck in at fifteen. Mm-hmm. And just before flame out, I put in five kilos, another five kilos of lemon. Okay. And do you do any sort of uh, whirlpool or anything? Uh, yes, uh, we whirlpool in the kettle. So uh, after after flame out, uh, I whirlpool for for. 15 15 minutes in the kettle, mm-hmm. and then let it settle for 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And actually, on on this particular batch, uh, the heat exchanger clocked up uh, on the way to to the fermenter, mm. so it actually ended up sitting in in the kettle for probably about two hours after that. Oh, okay. Before it was all through to the to the fermenter. Wow. And then, uh, how about uh, fermentation? Fermentation, uh, I used, uh, on this one, I used the third generation of uh, of the US 05, the dry yeast. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, not a, it's not our standard yeast that we use. We used to use uh, the, the American Ale 2 from, uh, from Y yeast, the 1272. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I didn't think that that would be very appropriate for this for this beer, so I went with something cleaner. Mm-hmm. Um and I used a huge pitch of that, mm-hmm. like way, way over pitch, mm-hmm. um, just to get it to ferment out. Okay. And what temperature did you Very low temperature. I kept it there. I pitched that uh, at 18. Uh, mm-hmm. I brewed this in the summer, so, and, and the cool, uh, the, the heat exchange that works on the uh, town supply water, mm-hmm. and in summer that's kind of hot, so I could only get it down to 18. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's fine. Um, and then I kept the, the ferment at 16 degrees. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, what was the finishing gravity? The finishing gravity was, I believe, 7 plato. Yes, 7 plato. Okay. Oh, yeah, I, I had a lot of problems with this one, actually. Um, it, it fermented really quick in like two days or so, I think. Mm-hmm. It was down to uh, to to about seven and a half eight plato, mm-hmm. uh, but it had a ton of aldehyde, um, mm-hmm. and that just it, it stuck around forever. Mm-hmm. I can see from my notes here actually that uh, this beer was in the fermenter for two months, um, which obviously is a long time since it was almost done fermenting after two days. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I, there was just so much aldehyde in it, uh, and eventually I had to put in some fresh yeast. Um, mm-hmm. I started up a new pack of yeast and got it to high course and, and pumped it in there. Mm-hmm. And that luckily took care of it. Yeah. Uh, and and what about water adjustments? What's what's your water like and, and what adjustments do you make? Uh, the water we use here is extremely clean. So uh, I, I when I do my calculations, I basically treat it as um, as the uh, ionized water, mm-hmm. more or less. Um, I've got a half a kilo of calcium chloride, mm-hmm. uh, 200 grams of gypsum, mm-hmm. and uh, then when when I get to the dark grains in in the mash, they, that all goes in the in the uh, in the hot liquor tun, mm-hmm. and then uh, I throw uh, chalk in the mash with the dark grains, mm-hmm. the 400 grams. Uh-huh. Do you want pH as well? Ah, uh, yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> uh, the pH was 5.4. The mesh pH. Is there 
anything else uh, that I'm missing in order to uh, brew a, a beer uh, like this? Oxygen, uh, of oxygen as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, seven liters per minute at one side, uh, and it goes through a through a tinted stone uh, in line on the way to to the fermenter. So I'm fairly fairly sure that that's saturated with oxygen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which is more than I would usually use. Okay. Great. I use a copper flock as well, um, about six grams per hectolitre. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, I use a yeast nutrient, uh, which is actually a wine yeast nutrient. Um, I'm not really sure what's in it, actually. I think it's mainly dead yeast uh, and then probably some minerals. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I use about 100 grams of that. Okay. Excellent. Well, thank you very much for your for your help and uh, and thanks for brewing such great beers. You know, You're uh, welcome. I'm looking forward to uh, September uh, and uh, getting uh, your beers from Shelton Brothers. Oh yes, yeah. Uh, yeah. Ho- hopefully, uh, it'll get on the boat by September. Okay. Excellent. Thank you very much uh, for your time. Thank you for all your help and uh, uh, hopefully I'll see you again uh, when I'm down there in in New Zealand or uh, if you're if you're around our area, make sure you uh, let us know so we can treat you to some of our hospitality out here. Oh, thank you very much. From the stovetop to a camp burner to some kind of brew stand, most homebrewers follow some version of this progression. With each move, a homebrewer will often have to change a lot, if not all, of their equipment. Until now, Blickman Engineering brings you the top-tier brewing stand, the only brewing stand that grows with you. For example, buy a top-tier floor-standing burner now, and it'll bolt right to your top-tier brewing stand when you're ready for all-grain brewing. The top-tier brewing stand is perfect for 5-gallon to 20-gallon batch sizes. Its modular design is adjustable and accommodates everything from small footprint coolers up to 30-gallon pots. How does the top-tier brewing stand do it? At its core is a strong, heat-treated, and anodized aluminum main post. On all four sides are built-in T-slots for the adjustable heavy-gauge stainless steel shelves and beefy burner tiers. The tiers accommodate any manufacturer's pots or coolers up to 21 inches in diameter. Best of all, not only does the top-tier brewing stand grow with your skills and equipment, but it easily knocks down for long-term storage or transport, too. The top-tier brewing stand from Blickman Engineering. Learn more at BlickmanEngineering.com and to find a local Blickman retailer and start brewing from the top tier. Hi, this is Push from the Brewing Network, and I want to tell you about the Brewmaster's Warehouse and how you can get 10% off your next order. I'm a pretty techie guy, but I've never seen an online store like this. It's awesome. Go to brewmasterswarehouse.com and click on Brew Builder. You can whip up a custom recipe so easily even Sven could do it. Seriously, it's slick. You can share your recipe with your own logo and notes to the Brewmaster's database if you want. And the best part, it keeps a running tally of the beer you're building while you're doing it. Then, bam, click Buy Recipe, and your cart is filled and ready to go with helpful suggestions in case you forgot something. This thing is amazing. Brewmaster's Warehouse is run the way a home brewer would do it, with great service, fast turnaround, and $6.99 flat rate shipping. Brewmaster's Warehouse and the Brew Builder blew me away. Check it out today at brewmasterswarehouse.com. I'm serious. And don't forget to put BNARMY in the discount code box for 10% off your order. Check out brewmasterswarehouse.com. Cheers. Downtown Joe's, located in the historic Oberon Building in beautiful downtown Napa, California, offers an award-winning brew pub experience from 8.30 a.m. to 1 a.m. every day. 
For 15 years at the corner of 2nd and Main, Downtown Joe's has been voted Best Night Spot seven times and Best Brew Pub for the last four years in a row. Brewmaster Colin Kaminsky's handcrafted ales, like his Tailwagon Amber Ale and Double Secret Probation IPA, are the perfect accent to riverside dining, live music, and a relaxing outdoor patio. Don't miss the Beer of the Month, Special Rotating Taps, and the BN Army Member Special. Wear your BN gear, get 10% off your beer. Visit downtownjoes.com to make reservations, peruse their extensive calendar of events, or just read more about their fantastic beers. Come enjoy the fine beer, food, and music. Downtown Joe's, the award-winning brew pub where you'll feel at home. Since 1921, Mundins has been a provider of quality malted grain and extract. What did he just say? What did he say? That's 90 years of locally sourced grain for home brewers and professional brewers alike. All farm within 50 miles of our malt houses. What? I can't understand what this guy said. last part. Whole and crushed malts, including wheat and peated malt, liquid extract, hopped and unhopped, as well as dried malt extract. Everything from beginner home brewer kits to all the ingredients an infant's home brewer needs. Something about trains? What? Language is this guy speaking? He's from Austria. <laughs> Mundins is proudly serving brewers in 54 countries and honored to be a leader in mowing. Can you understand this guy? No. <laughs> That's a really weird language. Muntins for brewing, distilling, and baking. Quality malted grain and extract for 90 years. Make your malt Muntins. Live. Beer Radio. The Brewing Network. The Brewcasters. If you're just starting, don't be discouraged by all this stuff. It's exactly. so easy. Just throw it yeah. together. Put yeah. some yeah. sugar and some water and some yeast in there. Yeah. It's beer. <laughs> <laughs> Now back to the challenge. Can you brew it? All right, we're talking eight wired I stout. It is definitely an I, capital I. I stout. Very big I, imperial. It is, it is quite stout. Well, and uh, Chad and I were talking. So here's a, a series of four Kenya brewed beers. Yeah. Nothing less than like seven and a half percent alcohol. Yeah. On this, <laughs> this that dad. was poor planning that part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Let's do all the high alcohol ones together. Yeah. It's kind of like a group. You yeah, know? two weeks it's, apart. Yeah. It's going big. Right. Good thing they're two weeks apart. Yeah, it's a good thing yeah. we wait two weeks between right, shows. Two weeks between each one. You bet. All right. So that's the easy uh, part. It's all these wearing the same clothes every time. That's the hard part. Right, making making sure it looks continuous. Still got the stains on the the old one. <laughs> right, so we got Adam and Eve again, and um, the girls are yeah, that's right. Did a little tasting and a little talking, and uh, let's start with uh, uh, the jipper. What do you think here? Uh, what's what's your what's your take on these two beers? Uh, it's hard. <laughs> because, because, wet? Uh, but what about the beers? That's what oh, you said. Well, the beers. Um, it, one has uh, it tastes like it has a lot more age on it, and I think you talked about that already. Uh, uh-huh. So it's hard for me to kind of uh, to really pick and choose. But I could think the Adam, which is the uh, to me tastes uh, like the younger of the two beers. Uh, if it had a little more age, I say it's pretty cloned. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, how, how does a beer change over time? What six months? 
eight months added complexity in a right, imperial right. stout. Right, a little fruitiness. How, how do you and, how yeah. do you project that you know ahead and, and capture that in the atom essence as you're tasting it? Um, I say they're pretty much you know right on for the uh, yeah. time difference. Okay. You're calling it clone. What what about you, uh, Chad? You... Uh, I say clone right off the bat. I get a lot of those similar characteristics that JP is talking about. Definitely the heat of the alcohol uh, in both. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's talking about you know some age on the eve. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I agree with that. It, it, it kind of you want it to mellow out, but it still has that little heat to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're both similar beers, no matter what the age is. And uh, man, it kind of the the base of it is. Identical. The spirit Absolutely. is there, man. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So I say cloned, and man, what a big, just wonderful beer. Tastes great. What about you, Tasty? Well, uh, the uh, yeah, I agree that the uh, Adam's definitely a young beer. Um, but I, I can taste, you know, I can certainly taste the uh, the, the Adam that's in Eve, uh, so to speak. Because, um, I mean, they can see the element that's there. And, it, and, and Eve is just more rounded, which is what's going to happen. If Adam's a good brew, which I think it is, over time, it's going to round out like that. Mm-hmm. You don't feel that the independent dimensions that I'm tasting in Adam, they'll meld together mm-hmm. into this. You can taste Adam inside Eve. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. All his parts are there. It's just yeah. not, not even, even though he's kind of an old broad. <laughs> right. So anyway, yeah, it will become that beer. So yeah, uh-huh. this is definitely cloned. Okay. How about you, Nathan? He's taking notes. Yeah, actually, because Eve is really interesting. Is it definitely seems like the beer with age and the commercial beer in this case, but I think Adam is going in that same direction over time he's has these share light slight sherry oxidation notes with like mm-hmm. a, a cherry ester and a little bit of this impression of almond like flavor as alcohol is mellowed out and with this kind of cool just like a touch of maple syrup from all the high alcohol things as they mm-hmm. start to kind of drop out you and seem much more sober than the rest of us <laughs> yeah <laughs> that, i better uh, drink i better drink hard. Well, I can't. you want to be the most adam is <laughs> and adam is the uh homebrew i think but uh, you can tell, I think, over time, it's going to go in that in that same direction. It's got this brighter roastiness, a little bit more mm-hmm. hoppiness, and mm-hmm. some not hot alcohol, but just like a clean vodka like alcohol, like a more you know bigger kind alcohol kind presence. Of sweet, you know? mm-hmm. yeah, it's a so, sweetness to yeah. it. Yeah. But I think clone for sure. Yeah, I, I'd go the same route. I I, I say I, I, there's some age characteristics that are developing in the uh, commercial example. I guess is the Eve, and then the. Um, but the the base of the two are pretty much identical. Yeah, I, I wouldn't change anything. I nice I clean ferment on each. Yeah. I mean, they both seem like oh, right. one beer is right. one just has a little more time than than the other. Mm-hmm. Right, which is you know it's tough. We're we're dealing with uh, having to hand carry these because uh, you know, shipping is ridiculously expensive for these things. So. Uh, what do you what do you think, Doc? This was your challenge. What do you, do you feel like you clone this, and uh, it's a matter of time or? Yeah, I, I like you. I hadn't tasted the original beforehand, so I had nothing to go off of. And mm-hmm. this is the first time I've tasted the homebrew too. Uh-huh. Uh Definitely, what I'm getting is the, the same backbone, mm-hmm. uh, the malt build, the mouth feel, all that's the even even kind of the you know, the roastiness. Uh, the older one. Has more the uh, kind of a sweeter, fruitier kind of rounded sherry kind of taste to it, mm-hmm. um, and also the you can tell the hops have dropped off mm-hmm. in in the older one, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, somewhat. So it's kind of nice. It's you're looking at you know a window into the future almost, maybe. 
mm-hmm. uh, with the two. But yeah, I'd, I'd say they're 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 cloned. Cool. So I think we have kind of a unanimous uh, calling it cloned here. Yahtzee. <laughs> Yahtzee. Yeah. All right. So the uh, the recipe we do all you know six gallons at the end of the boil. Uh, your starting gravity would be uh, 1.106 or 25 Play-Doh. Uh, anticipated SRM is 57.8. Uh, anticipated IBUs using the Rager formula is 156.4. Brewhouse efficiency, 70%. Uh, 120-minute boil time. Uh, 64.5% or 7.51 kilograms of a domestic two-row. Uh, 12.9% or 1.5 kilograms of a uh, British uh, pale ale malt, 3.2% or 380 grams of flaked oats and brown malt and crystal 120 and kerastan and black patent and roasted barley and uh, pale chocolate. That's a lot of stuff. All 3%. All 3.2%, well, 380 grams apiece. Like nine That's malt it? in there. Yeah, all yeah. the all the the smaller stuff, <laughs> the the three point two percent. That's it's all across the board. Uh, the two different kinds of pale malt for the uh, base malt rounded out the rest of it. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a easy recipe to keep intact. Yeah. So I'll go through that list again: flaked oats, brown malt, crystal one twenty, kerastan, black patent roasted barley, and pale chocolate. Those are all 3.2%, 380 grams apiece. Uh, hops, 19 grams of Horizon, 13% alpha acid at 120 minutes. Uh, 57 grams of Horizon, 13% alpha acid at 60 minutes. 95 grams of Willamette, uh, 5% alpha acid, 30 minutes. And 95 grams Willamette, uh, 5% alpha acid at 15 minutes. Print it out with uh, White Labs uh, WLP001 or Y-East uh, 1056. The mash is uh, 149 degrees Fahrenheit, uh, 90 minutes. And uh, 7 Plato finishing gravity. Um, uh, Soren uses uh, US05 uh, yeast, uh, dry yeast. And uh, he tried to help me pronounce Soren, um, and I I couldn't. So <laughs> I give up and just said, well, okay, well, I'm going to use the American Soren uh, pronunciation. Nice guy. Uh, ferment at 64 Fahrenheit, degrees Fahrenheit, uh, then r- let rise after the first 48 hours. Uh, he uses 3 grams of gypsum and 7.5 grams of calcium chloride uh, equivalent in the batch. All right. Uh, let's do this. Let's take a, uh, a short break, and when we get back, uh, we'll hear about Doc's Brew Day. Back after this. The editors of Draft Magazine want you to know their holiday issue has hit newsstands, and they have a two-for-one deal this season just for you. The holiday issue of Draft is 100 pages of beery cheer sure to brighten any beer lover's yuletide. Don't miss some Brewing Network favorites among the top 25 beers of the year, along with a few brews you may not have gotten your hands on this year. And for everyone worthy on your list, Draft brings you their Beer Gift Guide with the 18 best beers to give someone you really care about, all in the 2010 holiday issue. 
issue of Draft. And this season, when you give a subscription to Draft, you'll get one for free. Just use promo code HOLIDAY when you place your order. Coming up in the next issue, what do Bricks Keller, The Blind Tiger, and Falling Rock have in common? Don't miss the top 100 bars across the country in the next issue of Draft. The top 25 beers of the year, the top 100 bars in America, and a two-for-one deal that can't be beat. Visit DraftMag.com now and experience life on tap with America's favorite beer magazine. And now, Northern Brewer brings you another installment of The The Time Brewers. When last we left our heroes, they found themselves in 1842 in the province of Bohemia. Yo, this era jerky. All the beers is murky. What ho, friends? A male alewife. I don't know what I'm doing, so I got this dark malt, yeah? More stinky dark beer, yeah. No, sir. Please, wait. Just a moment. Hi, a package from the future from Northern Brewer. Use the Pilsner malt, my good man. And the Sats Hobbs, sucker. They ain't noble like Queen Victoria, but you can use Sterling from Portland to Astoria. Let your war caramelize and let melanodins harmonize in a long boil. Keep your starter undercover with aluminum foil. Who? And use it thou some bog myrtle. Northern Brewer is your one-stop homebrew supplier throughout the entire Fermento chronosphere. The widest selection of quality malt, hops, yeast, $7.99 flat rate shipping, and get your nasty ass bog myrtle back to the dark ages, brother Abelard. Hey, this golden lager with the happy hops pretty damn good. Thanks, Time Brewers. Thanks, Northern Brewer. Our work here is done, my friends. Now, to wherever we are next, we did. Tune in next time for the continuing adventures of the Time Brewers. Brewers Publications is proud to announce their newest release, Yeast, the Practical Guide to Beer Fermentation by Chris White and Jamil Zanishef. The Practical Guide to Beer Fermentation is a resource for brewers of all experience levels. Chris and Jamil thoroughly cover yeast selection, storage, handling yeast, and how to culture yeast. Learn how to set up your own yeast lab, the basics of fermentation science and how it affects your beer, plus step-by-step procedures, equipment lists, and a comprehensive troubleshooting guide. Professionals and homebrewers trust Dr. Chris White, who founded White Labs Yeast more than 15 years ago. And Jamil Zanishev is one of the most respected and most awarded homebrewers in history and co-author of Brewing Classic Styles with John Palmer. Visit Brewers Publications on Facebook for more information. Order your copy at shop.beertown.org or from the Brewing Network. Yeast, the practical guide to beer fermentation by two of the most trusted names in commercial and home brewing. Proudly available soon from Brewers Publications. When I order a beer, I want my server to know more about it than I do. I want someone who enjoys good beer and loves helping others enjoy it too. I want someone who knows how to pour a perfect pint for every beer style. I want a Cicerone. The Cicerone Certification Program is creating the type of people who help you enjoy great beer. Home brewers and craft beer lovers know beer is more flavorful and complex than ever, and it takes some serious knowledge to store and serve beer right. Cicerones know beer. There are three levels in the Cicerone Program. Certified Beer Server, Certified Cicerone, and Master Cicerone. Cicerones are truly the sommeliers of beer. The best beer locations have a certified Cicerone on staff. Relaxed and unpretentious. Cicerone 
Chevrons are tested on storing and serving beer, beer styles, flavor and tasting, the brewing process and ingredients, and pairing food with beer. Learn more about your next beer guide at Cicerone.org. Certified Cicerone, because it takes top talent to present a perfect pint. Okay, listen, our lawyers said that we had to do this for one hour, and after this, we don't have to talk to each other for three more months at the, to the next meeting. Kids. Come on, let's get out of here. I'm supposed to have more lines. I'm the professional. <clears throat> hey, it's Sully. And I'm Nico. And we opened the 21st Amendment 10 years ago at 563 2nd Street in San Francisco, just two blocks from Giants Park, to make great beer and have a great time doing it. That's right, because to us, the 21st Amendment is more than just the right to make beer. It's the right to experiment, to be innovative, and just do things differently. And so now, we're putting our craft beer in cans. That's right, cans. You can find our world-famous Hell or High Watermelon Wheat Beer at Brew Free or Die IPA in the Northeast, Northwest, parts of the Midwest, and Alaska in cans and on draft. So next time you're at your local neighborhood pub or good beer store, be sure to ask for 21st Amendment in cans. Because everyone likes it in the can. Tasty Crack Cans. Tasty Crack Cans. Williams Brewing is your online resource for prompt delivery of quality home brewing supplies. Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and freshest ingredients and the best customer service in the business. Cut hours off your brewing sessions by using one of our 11 varieties of famous Williams Malt Extract. Our Williams Belgian Pale Extract is mashed with pure Belgian two-row malt and a small percentage of Belgian wheat malt for an authentic Belgian character you just can't get from other extracts. Or check out our unique fermenters, two-and-a-half-gallon kegs, paintball tank-based draft beer equipment, bottling aids, and much more. We even have our own line of precision hydrometers. Go to williamsbrewing.com to browse our vast selection. That's williamsbrewing.com. Orders placed by 3.30 p.m. Pacific time ship the same day. Brewing is easy. The Williams way. Hilo, what's it feel like? Take awesome and multiply it by two. Yeah! <laughs> Spraying live beer radio all over your face. <laughs> Can't get any better than this, baby. <laughs> it's the Brewing Network. All right, we're back. We're talking iced out. Hey, uh, let's have somebody turn the little girl's microphone off, please. <laughs> yeah. She's a little obnoxious. It's what we look forward to every show. Hey, did I, uh, did, did I let the, everybody know in the chat that uh, in the last episode we're doing tonight, which if Jamil <laughs> makes awake makes long it. enough, yeah. uh, whoever asked the best question in that segment will get a... Bottle of Janice Brown sent to them, a 22 ounce. That's right. I oh, that. yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, so, uh, yeah. Then may I gotta stick around and ask a good question? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I would like to uh, stress that we are taking questions relative to the specific yes. beer we're talking yes. about only. Uh, On topic. There's no general questions. Yes. That's right. All right. So, um, this was Doc's challenge. What uh, tell us about your brew day and uh, what went well and what didn't and and why you think uh, you successfully cloned this one? Okay, well, uh, let's start with uh, the usual thing is uh, you, I get the recipe and I have to adapt it to my system, which is bigger. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I scale everything up. Um, once I get that done, then I, I, I usually 
average out um, all the numbers, so it makes it easier to weight stuff out. And, mm-hmm. and, the, and the percentages, you should, I keep an eye on the percentages, too. So if something is point, they're 1.71 pounds, I, I'll round it up to you know, one and three quarter pounds. And I, I do keep an eye on the per, relative percentages with that one. And then I also start to look at uh, some of the uh, ingredients, and sometimes they're hard to hard to source some i've never even heard of <laughs> and uh one of the ones was uh called for halcyon malt mm-hmm. and uh, first i had to look at what it was and then uh, i gotta figure out what i can substitute it with i think mean, i could probably source it somewhere but it's usually not my aim here to really replicate that recipe because some i'm trying to brew it like somebody else that gets the recipe that maybe wants to try to brew it so, and I do the research on whether I can substitute these things out and make it decent still. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so the halcyon malt, I, I think I used uh, uh, Maris Otter, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Crisp. And, yeah, a mm-hmm. nice uh, uh, British two-row. Mm-hmm. And all the rest of the stuff was pretty easy to come by. Uh, then when it came down to the hops, um, the big bittering hops was Horizon and I didn't feel like scrounging for those, and then locally I could get the Magnums, which is a good trade-off for mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Willamettes, thank God, are, are fairly easy to come by nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, all the alpha, and the, I have to adjust for the alphas on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did was telling uh, uh, before about how with 150 IBUs. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh man, Nathan's yeah, it's a bitter beer. 150. I I had to relook to see that I didn't write that down wrong, <laughs> mm-hmm. and there was a lot of a lot of hops in there. Yep. Uh, everything went together pretty well with that. I oversparged, so I ended up with a lot more liquid than I wanted. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did the 120 boil, and I was prepared to do it more, mm-hmm. but I kind of ran out of time in the brew day. I had to, I had to make sure I was someplace else. I had to be and. So I, I did finish it out at, at 120. So uh, the original gravity target was, I think, 1.105, and I came out more like uh, 1095. So still up there quite mm-hmm. a bit. Um, In a big beer like this, it hardly makes a difference. Yeah. yeah. Fermentation's more important. Yeah, than so, you know, I beat myself up for beer. a little while on it, and then I looked yeah. at how much extra beer I had. So <laughs> that was okay. Um Cool it down pretty much down to about 65. Um, I fermented this one a little warmer, about 68. Got it going, and then I started ramping it up a little bit mm-hmm. each day. Mm-hmm. Got it up to, I don't know, 70, 71, probably on the fourth or fifth day, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty much left it in the fermenter for a good two weeks, probably. Mm-hmm. Just because I was gone and other things to do, and I knew it wasn't going to hurt it at all. Mm-hmm. Finished out pretty nice. It finished out at uh, uh, ten twenty one. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were a little rushed on this beer. Uh, it only came out of the fermenter about two days ago. So see, and and I think uh, you know they were talking to fishing gravity of seven Plato, which is about. Uh, 1028 yeah and you finish 1021 there's your difference in you know starting gravity yeah. and i think you know everything works out to be essentially the same 
But I, I, I wouldn't have wanted it either way, much, you know, higher or lower on that mm-hmm. one. It would have really ruined the beer if it would have dried it out much more. Right. And I was hoping I wasn't going to end up with a, you know, 1030 beer mm-hmm. on this thing. Mm-hmm. I just didn't want a big sweet bomb that right. I'd rather yeah, have on, on pancakes than in my glass. <laughs> <laughs> no, this came out great. So, uh, other than that, I mean, even the sparge went well. Everything went went along pretty well on this whole thing. I didn't have too many glitches on it. Mm-hmm. Um, hit all my numbers as far as pHs and temperatures. Uh, mash temperature was on the low side uh, on purpose. I wanted to make it I, I knew there's going to be a lot of unfermentables no matter what I did. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I kept it in the, you know, 146, 147 range. Mm-hmm. Uh, try to get it as fermentable as I could. Mm-hmm. Um, ran that through. Uh, water wise, uh, I use a, my, what I call my, my standard stout recipe for it. Uh, just to kind of you know balance out all the roasty grains and things, and uh, uh, this one being a sweeter stout rather than a dry stout. Um, yeah, let's go. Let's run through the numbers a little bit. Um, parts per million, uh, calcium's in the fifty-seven range, which is good as long as I'm around fifty or a little more. I'm happy. Uh, sulfates forty-seven, right around fifty is good. It'll, it kind of can dry it out and crisp it up a little bit. Um, sodium keeping that low around sixty nine. Uh, the the chloride boosted up quite a bit. Uh, to one twenty seven. I wanted to kind of really round out this the uh, the malt with this thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, make it a little softer, breadier, and same time keeping that that uh, the sulfate low with that and and the and the salt and the sodium low. Mm-hmm. Uh the, the carbonates not crazy. Um you know 140 mm-hmm. parts per million. Not too bad with that. Uh and you know the pH hit right on the money. Mm-hmm. So I was pretty happy with that one all the way around. Uh things I added was Epsom salt, baking soda, chalk, canning salt and some calcium chloride. A whole lot of calcium chloride. So um and that 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 always is kind of fun for me is building the water back mm-hmm. to that, both for the mash and and for the flavor profile on it. Great. Well, and I, I think it uh, it showed. Uh, you know, you uh, definitely uh, nailed this one, and I think uh, we're all satisfied. We call that cloned. Um, Very much so. Question from the chat. Success about this beer for for Doc. There were no questions. Mm, no Everything questions. was pretty straightforward. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, you, I thought you were saying earlier it's flaked oats, not malted oats. Oh, yeah, oats. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's right. Not uh, uh, torrified, just flaked. There was a uh, clarification that be, it be needed to be done. Did. Be and needed. Did it. Was it did? Yeah. It was deaded. Okay. It was done. Done. Flaked oats. Flaked yes. oats. Flaked oats. All right. That's it. All well, right. I, I do have to comment that uh, you know Doc did take quite a bit of uh, creative license there on the uh, recipe. I, think so. I, I, I I remember one time I, I did almost it. I almost called creative license. And, and I, I, I think I somebody <laughs> threw a bottle at me. Luckily, I, I got good peripheral vision. Right. I don't. I don't think I changed it much at all. Um, Doc, I don't know. I'm, I mean, a little sourcing here. question here, Tasty. Uh-oh. Jamil doesn't give me any latitude at all. I mean, go, what? Well, you change okay. the fermentation temperature. Can here's, you adjust here's, it? Here's here's no. the difference. 
Went, uh, Here's I a re- bottle, Tasty, re- if you need that. I remember back Here's with uh, with uh, that was uh, um, was double, a barrel? double double barrel. No, that, it wasn't that was barrel. that was not cloned. And, that was because uh, I didn't have the recipe. Now you're thinking it was another one besides <laughs> was he, that, right? Whatever. But uh, with Doc, his beer was cloned. Now, if Doc's beer had no, been no, cloned, it was on a it was on a clone night too. It was. It was. No, 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 no. Well, we'll have to have that somebody was a, look for that. No, no. But maybe out there yeah, remembers. Yeah, we'll, we'll go back to the tape. <laughs> it was one of the early ones. So. It was. It was not cloned. And I says, "Well, you know, I want to use a little, a bit of like what, creative license, I call it, or right. artistic license, or some yeah, crap." Right. Well, you're going, said. "Whoa, whoa, whoa, time out!" Right. Fateful you words. You cannot change anything. Right, right, right. <laughs> well, I was not told I couldn't change it. See, Doc, he's well, he's well with this. And I, I do try to keep it as he true, is creative, true, true as I can without getting Doc. You know, crazy. Doc is uh, hitting a. Well, one thing a for sure here. is that that this beer is excellent, Doc, and. Uh, he should have all the license he needs. He's batting a he thousand. He has a license to kill with this beer. You know, the, the moment that he does, has one that's not cloned, then it's like, what the hell are you doing? Oh, then you're doing? a... Uh, well, you know? Okay. Well, you're a hard guy to work happen. for. That's right. Oh, well. that's Technical right. brewer over here. I, I take it a little too serious. <laughs> yeah. uh, nothing wrong with that. All right. Great. Another good show. And uh, Yeah. You guys in the chat. We'll see you on the other side. Right. We got one more coming Hang up. Hang in there. If you're, if you're listening live, uh, we got uh, Lagunese Maximus coming up. Oh, great. Uh, the great Another small Smith beer. Going to uh, knock that one out. Yeah, yeah. that's an IPA we, and, we and a half. We'd, we'd, IPA and a half. We'd uh, you know, finish up with something light and easy drinking and uh, uh, just knock that out. One of those nights. Right. One of those nights where I don't quite make the drive home. And uh, wherever I end up is where I end up. Uh, make sure you check out our, our, our great sponsor, Northern Brewer, northernbrewer.com. Uh, good people, and uh, they deserve your support like they support us. If you get a chance, uh, listen to some of the other shows. Brew Strong, Sunday Session. Check out the uh, the Brewing Network store. Lots of good stuff in there. Till then, Brew Strong. And often. Often.